Welcome to the ASAP Weekly Rocket League Podcast, a show hosted by LeZero, the man of a thousand rants, and Wabbit, the fan favorite. This show details the latest news in the Rocket League scene, esports results, and tips and tricks on how to get better at the game, while sometimes they'll just take a random topic and see where it takes them. Thank you all for listening, and enjoy. Welcome back to the ASAP Weekly Rocket League Podcast. I'm your host today, Cursor, and joined today by the wonderful Ty Swoogles. Hello, hello. And Hunting Wabbits. Yo, it's me. That's the first time I've heard the full name in a very long time. (laughs) (laughs) A little proper introduction there for you. Um, So we have quite a bit to go over today, guys. Uh, There's a lot been going on in the esports side, and there was quite the hefty update that came out to Rocket League, and uh, I think mm-hmm. we're just going to jump right on into it. All of you console players out there, rejoice, for there has been an update for you to gain, essentially, Bacchus Mod equivalent tools for your training so that you can get better at Carball. Um, yeah. Do you guys have any input on this? Like, have you messed around with it at all? I love that they finally put this in because, I don't know, I obviously I've been using Bacchus for like two and a bit years, but I've really felt out or felt the, the pain of... The console, um, the console people's not being able to do it because that short period, even where I didn't have internet and found out that Bakismod needs internet, I was like, "How does anybody get better in free play <laughs> without being able to put the car just on the top of their car or the ball on top of their car? This is impo- this is impossible. How am I supposed to do anything here?" Um, and that was like three three weeks or a month less, and it was awful. It was really bad. Um, but now, now that's gone. Now we can do a dribble. You gain possession. It even has a shot option, which Bakke's Mind itself didn't have unless you had plugins, which I think is really cool. So True. you just have to find five buttons because all of your quit, uh, or at least you have to find one extra button, which is kind of annoying, but it's still totally useful and worth it. Yeah, I think I think a lot of people are like having to, because it's assigned to what, like left bumper or something? And that's a lot of people's like power slide and... Yep. Yep. An air, manual air roll. So like, it's kind of super inconvenient. But yep. I put mine to rate stick three. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait, wait, isn't that your rear cam? Uh, yes. <laughs> I don't you know. It's really free play. I'm never going to use the rear cam. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. All right. So for anyone playing webs, now you know he can't see behind himself. I literally never pretended to be able to see behind me. I used to have scoreboard on the reverse cam. <laughs> so. <laughs> Like, I haven't used that button or even that function the entire time I've played Rocket League. And nobody should be surprised surprised by this because I've never hidden that information. Jesus. I just know it's fine. <laughs> Ty, have you messed around with this at all? Or are you still a, a Bacchus Mod uh, loyalist? Um, I, in general, didn't really use the Bacchus Mod commands even much. But um, I did mess around with it a little bit and... From what I can tell, like it seems um, very much equivalent to the Bacchus mod stuff, and which is obviously really useful. So mm-hmm. definitely a good thing, and um, you know, will help out the all the console people mm-hmm. for uh, for sure. I like it. I like it a lot. Indeed, indeed. I think we saw a bunch of um, minor bug fix, uh, fixes and such, game crashes and such uh, mm-hmm. that were addressed as well in this patch. Um, I don't have all the patch notes on hand. Shame on me, but I, I'm, they I'm pretty sure. Better. You had to go and find the very specific patch notes where, like, in the main thing, they actually said, go and look at the patch notes to see what the specific things are. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't give them in the the announcement, which was kind of funny. Oh. 
Yeah, I know. It was really, it was fun. Um, also, I think final note that I want to say on this, at least personally, um, is that I'm really, really happy to see uh, Psyonix import something from somebody that isn't Psyonix. Because that's like, like seeing that is like, oh, um, custom maps might actually be a thing soon. Because that's just directly the, hey, we're going to take this because we realize that the community has made some amazing things and we want that in our game because it should be in the game. So I'm um, I'm really happy to to see that just because that's like kind of hinting at further things that are coming up and you know True. I'm excited for that. True. I think I I would have to agree with you. I think this is definitely like like we have breached the gates. We are now sieging the castle and reaping all the sweet goodies. Like they that's kind of like the first step they needed to take was like allow people to get better at your game. That's increasing <laughs> like you know, like opening the floodgates to how many people are going to be in the higher ranks, essentially. That's the way I see it, right? Like the, affording these same training options to the entire player base, is it's that's going to be huge. Like I, we already saw, what was it, in the last like two years, the average ranked skill level, like the average player go from like high gold, low plat to low diamond now. So that's like mm. where the, the bulk of the populace sits. So. It, it's going to be kind of interesting to see how this plays out over, over like the next several months or a couple seasons and see if that uh, rises at all. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, cool. All right, sweet. You got. All right. I guess we're. I guess we're good with that one then. <laughs> that was pretty cool. short lived. <laughs> um, well, this is a small announcement for everyone. <laughs> yeah, it is. But so we have a huge, huge topic of what is Rocket League esports. And uh, we're going to go ahead and jump right into Europe since it was today. And there were some pretty interesting games that happened today. Ty, I don't know if you want to jump right on into this. Um, I'm assuming you watched some of the games today. Yeah, do we want to just go right into the the top four from today? Or do we want to kind of look at the the Swiss and stuff beforehand? Honestly, I'll I'll leave it to you. Yeah, it's, it's, it's all, all interesting. It's, it's all pretty interesting. There was a lot of interesting teams that, that joined the the circuit this year. Uh, yeah, so. okay. So the first thing I want to <laughs> touch free. on, feel free. Um, uh, down in sixteenth place, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> it's uh, it's the champions Vitality. Uh, a little bit of a, a rough day, maybe. Yeah. Keeping no, they're keeping the tradition alive. You win the uh, the tournament, and then you just go straight last last place yeah. every time. <laughs> like we were slumping <laughs> yeah i mean you hope it's it's a bad day right but i guess we'll find out soon <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah <laughs> anyway apart from that i don't think there was too many upsets maybe giants going out as well in swiss but uh mm-hmm. kind of had a, a bit of a standard top eight for the most part i think um and then playoff matches carmine corp Almost getting best of seven reverse swept by Williams, and then they choked in OT. So mm-hmm. that was kind of sad. But that was a really good game, actually. I was really impressed by uh, Williams' like ability to come back and and sort of battle back from the big deficit, especially against a team as talented as as Carmine Corp. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was cool. No, Williams played amazingly throughout the entire thing. Um, basically, what I want to say with how this tournament felt is like EU had a top one. And then everyone else, now they just straight up have a top 16. Yeah. Because <laughs> everybody, every single game felt like it could very easily have gone either way. Even some of the BDS games, which is like, you know, surprising. And, you know, obviously some of them did. They lost to Misfits or they lost to, um, who is that? Uh, Semper. 
in the Swiss stages. Like losing in the Swiss stages kind of happened for BDS, but it was still uh, uh, you know something that isn't at all expected. Um, let alone everything else that happened afterwards with like how close every single game overall pretty much was. Except for the Vitality game. <laughs> yeah, that uh, I don't think that was really close. Yeah. Like, I'm just, so right out. now, no, that, those were those were rough. But right now I'm actually looking at the game scores and outside of Carmen Corp and Semper in the Swiss stage and Vitality, um, the differential was a maximum of four like the game differential um and i think the vast majority of those games were very close with so many of these teams going like plus minus one plus minus two games um mm. every single like series going the distance um and that was just kind except of vitality except vitality <laughs> <laughs> and i think that kind of just held held true throughout pretty much most of the tournament and that's why i say like it really felt like a top 16. Yeah. yeah a lot of game fives, a lot mm-hmm. of game fives and sevens in the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> Look at like, um, what was it? Dig Semper. I think that uh, was, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Game seven. Um, BDS swept EG. That was, that was sad. Kind of expected, I guess. It was expected, but it was still sad. Cause I really thought EG was doing very well, which I was happy to see. Yeah. Yeah. And then obviously you come up to to endpoint and they're the they're the hot guys this weekend it, it seems they got the the four one revenge over misfits after misfits beat them in the Swiss mm-hmm. um, and then they went up against Carmine Corp in the semifinals and clutched out a game seven win there um, and then after BDS made it through Dignitas in their semifinal then endpoint clutched out two more game sevens to take the finals 2-0 over BDS. That was a huge upset. I think I saw Endpoint was seeded like 14th or something in this tournament, and they won it. Mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. Very impressive. Yeah. No, genuinely insane. Um, Endpoint, every time that I saw them come up, I'm, I'm going to out myself here. Um, <laughs> every time I saw them come up in the thing, I was like, oh, this is going to be an interesting game, but they're probably going to lose. Like every yeah. single time I saw Endpoint, I was like, they're going to keep it close, but they're going to lose. Thought it would happen with, with with Misfits. I thought it would happen with Carmen Corp. I thought it would happen with BDS. Even earlier, I think I, um, I thought it would happen with uh, Team Queso. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and every single time, they were just like, no, you're wrong. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm wrong. I'm, I'm just, I don't know anything. <laughs> it was. I mean, that's a crazy yeah. thing to think about too, though, right? With Team Endpoint is um, with Seiko, like he's, He's uh, kind of representing all the bubble scene players, young lads who are mm-hmm. coming into the space now as like Scrub Killer was back then or, you know, our uh, first killer, Justin, right, is comes in brand new and like just sets the bar high and immediately wins his first event. Mm-hmm. Like 15 year old winning like 30 grand on his first event. Like that's kind of nuts. Yeah. Also, I want to. I don't know. I wasn't watching super, super close to a lot of the games, but I was watching a lot of the games. And this might be weird to say, but a lot of them felt kind of sloppy, but a lot of them were also really good. Um, So I don't know, especially like with someone like Seiko, um, 
there were a surprising amount of like whiffs or bad uh, positioning or like weird things that are going on, which obviously are coming down to like very high level play. Like you're in the tiniest amount of position wrong and then you get called off or something happens and it's like, what's going on? Um, Stress of the tournament, all of it. Like I get it. It's fine. Um, But the reason that I bring this up is because even from this tournament, I felt like there was so much room for improvement and they still won. Yeah. Right. Which, I don't know, I, a lot of the times, like, the winners and, or at least a lot of the teams overall are just like, wow, these are really, really good, and there's not really much room for improvement. But I felt specifically with this tournament, um, there was a lot of room for improvement with a lot of teams, and they were still playing very, very good things. It was just small, either mechanical or rotational errors that were, like, once every so often that were like, oh, you could very easily fix that and make that consistent which I thought was really, really fun to see because <laughs> waiting to see them uh, play at the top will be, you know. So I kind of want to, I just read something about Endpoint. It's kind of catching me off guard here. I didn't even know this. Uh, I don't know if you knew about it, Ty. I'm looking at July of last year. Seiko was actually banned from all psionics operated tournaments until the end of RLCS 10 or RLCS X being a part of this team called the Space Knights because they allow it was a team that allowed an under unregistered and underage player to compete because their team had made it all the way to day three qualies. I'm like, I'm wondering if he was the player or mm, if it was um, somebody else, and then like how he got back in, like how long. So it's it was only to the end of that season, I guess, and there was no there's no like stipulations for him coming back in it was just kind of like clean slate wiped and he just couldn't do anything the rest of last season or i just looked him up on liquipedia and it looks like he's 17 so it wouldn't have been him Uh, i thought he was 15 that's what all casters kept saying today i was like oh yeah i guess they got it wrong or liquipedia (laughs) has it wrong i don't know one of the two Uh, yeah but um uh, according to liquipedia it wasn't him so but i mean the band is interesting I i hadn't heard about that i didn't know that yeah um, right there, yeah. I mean, he made up for his lost time so far. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> thirty grand, man, definitely worth the time invested, right? Yeah. Holy heck! But um, I mean, heck, look at the uh, jumping back on what you were saying, Wabs, with some of these games today. If we look at um, if we look at, let's see here, where's the tournament bracket? I honestly call me crazy. I had. I had Carmine Corp beating Endpoint. I'm not a hater of Endpoint. It's just Carmine Corp looked so good today mm-hmm. on the field. Like, so good. Especially after mm-hmm. having a really tight series against Williams Resolve, who looked amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, something about this team, man. I don't know much about Stake, but he seems to fit in perfect with Atachi and Astral. And Astral just keeps doing Astral things, whether it's in the Octane or the Mantis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... I think I think Atachi was using the well, oh my god I'm gonna I don't know what it's called name. is it like the Marauder or something maybe yeah it's like so. the Safari truck yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like I'm enjoying this I really am like I'm enjoying seeing players being like screw what you think I'm gonna play the car I want and then still hit you know double flip reset double touches <laughs> like uh-huh. juke three players going down the field like it doesn't matter we're kind of breaking <laughs> the social norm that is if you're not octane you're not cool like man play whatever you want all right. This is the flakes uh, influence holding through, my boy. <laughs> See, I feel like he was the one to popularize it, but I feel like 
it was kind of already there. You know what I mean? There was like a lot of players who were like, screw what you think. Like there's no science that proves this car is the best. It's just (laughs) a car. (laughs) Like like if I want to use the Scarab and be a pro player, I'm going to be a Scarab pro player. So Mm -hmm. deal with it. (laughs) Imagine. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine if Squishy just started maining the Scarab out of nowhere? Scarab kind of hits like really hard. (laughs) (laughs) There's a whole new meaning to the term ball chaser, right? (laughs) Yeah. Can you actually chase ball if you are the ball? Can you actually chase the ball if you're not the ball? Hello? Turn that question back on itself. That's a good question. We need to get Flakes back into a main event so we can get it answered. (laughs) True. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I was kind of blown away. Even Team Queso was looking pretty hot today. Uh, They were a team that sort of showed up out of nowhere last year and kind of turned a lot of heads. Mm. Um, I, I actually don't know too much about Misfits. I know um jorby had him yeah i like going all the way to the end in his prediction and i haven't really seen these players before um but i mean they were looking pretty decent i I think i remember matean i think um i don't remember actually arju sounds familiar wasn't arju was the sub on guilds um who joined i think uh who joined at the end of X? wasn't he on yes i knew it he was on mouse e- he was on mouse yeah. esports yes. that's what it was i couldn't remember the sub for mouse and not on guild am i wrong yeah no no, no. Okay. yeah so he yeah he yeah. uh then he joined at the end of he was nine. on galaxy racer last season that's, that's why you, yeah i yeah, love RG. i'm an rg fan i was like you yeah. <laughs> and I then remember. cash um is also just an absolute like nutty player right right i know <laughs> cash has been around for a while he was on um like Rick's GG and uh, oh my god, what was that one with the little little squiggly on it? Uh, Redemption. Redemption. They yeah. Were, yeah, yeah, they were kind of turning heads at one mm-hmm. point. Um, that, that's crazy. That guy jumped teams a lot in a very short span of time. <laughs> yes, uh, yes. <laughs> interesting, interesting. I'm sure it has nothing to do with him as a person. So um, <laughs> it might just be you um, haven't found the place to fit in. Like it's actually yeah. definitely possible because he, he actually that- teamed with Matane in RLRS season nine. So this oh, is a reunion ah, okay. So this is like the we done did it tour, like coming back and like we're mm-hmm. gonna do it again. Yeah, I got you. I got you. See, that's kind of something I wish they'd bring back too. Two second tangent is like, but like, come on, can we can we just can we just bring back rivals? Like, please, that'd mm-hmm. be a thing. Rival series was so good to watch. I feel like Rival they've replaced rivals with CRL. Honestly, I wonder if they cool. wanted to. <laughs> like, actually, if they, did I wonder that if you could like, because. The way that the regionals are now, it's just 16 teams, right? I wonder if you could take like the the eight teams that were close, like in the final Swiss day and didn't make it to the regional. You take like those eight teams and like run a double Leland black bracket or something as like a second tier tournament or something. Mm. That'd be cool. Yeah. Like against maybe what, like the, like the top four at a CRL or something like, like add some sort of like introductory in between sort of stage, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean mm-hmm. that I I would be down for that. I think that's good games. I mean, granted, with the Swiss format, I mean, <laughs> the end of the bracket, they're playing like you know ten plus matches for a series. Like it's quite a bit, but I mean, it's not like they're not getting paid for it, right? So I don't want to hear them complain about it's so much Rocket League. Like, bro, you get paid like six figures a year. Shh. You get to play <laughs> car ball for a living. Like you have mental you know, coaches and such who are there to help you and help you regain and help you reset and be like, it's cool, bro. Take a day off or something. <laughs> like, like I wouldn't mind that content. I mean, speaking of like last year's content, that was a bit much. Like it was good, but it was just, 
I couldn't, I just couldn't do all of it. You know, I, I yeah. feel like, I feel like it's when you go to a buffet and you see all the things and you just want to eat all the things cause it's whatever, 15 bucks and you can eat all the things until you die of overeating and you go to eat all the things and you realize I've eaten too much. What am I going to do? I don't know. And yeah, and then you get into a food coma. Um, mm-hmm. you have a hard time even driving home. <laughs> yeah. Totally didn't happen to you earlier th- today. No, I'm totally not borderline food coma right now. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. But <laughs> hey man, I'll have you know Japanese food is delicious. All right. <laughs> Abachi, sushi, you name it. I, I, I got the whole smorgasbord, man. It was worth it. I was starving. I hadn't eaten all day. So good. Mm-hmm. I iced tea. If you haven't tried it, <laughs> try it. It's a banger. But um, yeah, no, I'm kind of curious to see what happens now going forward, right? Because mm-hmm. mathematically speaking, Vitaly is going to have to put in some work uh, if oh, they want yeah. to get even into this first um, major. Um, and uh, ultimately, how you place at a major is extremely important for how you're going to seed at Worlds if you make Worlds, right? Or whether or not you make Worlds in the first place. So um, there, I think, if I'm not mistaken, they're going to need to get at least top four in the next two minors before regionals, and then I think place top six in regionals to even have a chance of coming back from that loss. Like, wow. it's that, like coming in 16th is that detrimental. But, okay, that's true. But I think we're assuming a solid top four, if that's the case, no? Because, like, I, the way, reason that I say that is, like, I really think there's going to be a lot of shifting up shifting around between most of these teams if oh, this yeah. is con- lots uh, of upswings yeah so yeah it could totally be possible that like a bds goes six it's not but it could totally be possible that <laughs> anyone a BDS BDS. Six, right <laughs> <laughs> and, seriously and if that happens then it's like well vitality's pretty much got the chance to go all the way back up and i think those changes are super likely um if all of the teams maintain this and like a relative uh, skill. They might go up, mm. but if as long as they're all going up together, right? <clears throat> I think mm. it's super possible um, that Vitality, actually, this doesn't matter as much as you might think. Mm. Yeah, I think just based on how EU is, it's, it's very likely the top eight is going to shift every time. Mm-hmm. So if they can just do do well and like sort of, you know, make, the two top fours that they need, they'll probably be fine. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Speaking, okay. I just want a hard shift here. Teams that you didn't know, but are absolute like bangers of teams. There's so many. This this one that I, I kind of want to go over. Because there were so many teams that were like, I've literally never heard this name before, but I love all of them. <laughs> <laughs> like, Williams Resolve, I was kind of kind of sleeping on them for most of the tournament, and then that one match yeah. with Guild, where the game score, I think the, um, so they they won the the thing two three, but the um, goal differential was I think seven in favor of Guild. <laughs> oh my! Actually, yeah. <laughs> So they what? the first it was it was so fun to watch. First game they uh, win two two zero, so the, you know plus two. Second game mm-hmm. they get eight one. <laughs> Third game they get one zero in overtime. Fourth game they get six one, and then last game they one zero in overtime or two one in, in overtime. Like they got <laughs> dusted in game sto- in uh, like goal differential, but they won the thing. 
So they, they lost or they yeah. won the series three two, and they the goal differential was. I think Guild had twice the amount of goals. Yes. <laughs> oh my god, that's insane! I didn't even. Holy heck! It was fifteen to wow. seven. Fifteen to seven, even. <laughs> they god. had eight more goals than uh, than Williams Resolve, but Williams Resolve won, and I was like, "Wow, that team is amazing." And then later that day or the next day, they beat the Flying Dutchman, who I was, I've been cheering for. And I was like, I hate this team, but they're great. And I love them. <laughs> <laughs> the reverse sweep over Flying Dutchman, even. I know. There were so many reverse sweeps this thing. So many. <laughs> there were so many. Okay. Like, Speaking of reverse sweeps, talking about finals. <laughs> <that's>, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going all over the place. There's so many things that I want to talk about. All the things. All the shinies. Go for it, man. Go for it. Well, that's, that's kind of it it was almost reverse sweeps and they just like and i don't know what happened i don't know what happened does anyone want to go through it <laughs> i mean what can you even say <laughs> like, i mean in the case of like williams resolving guild i felt very much it was just like uh they're like oh yeah we clapped that game all right we're cool you know what maybe we can mm-hmm. screw around this game then they get eight ones you know what <laughs> and to their name they get their resolve they're like you know what no we're not doing that again that clearly doesn't work then they cop a game 1-0, and they're like, all right, see, we were right. Now we can screw with them again. And then they get 6-1. They're like, okay, 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 okay. No more playing around with Guild. They beat them 2-1 in overtime. You know what I mean? Like they learned their lesson. But I feel yeah. like it's either that or Williams Resolve is so good at recognizing when a game is lost. And they're just like, you know what? We're using this entirely for reset. We don't care about anything that's going on in this game. And they just like let goal and after goal after goal and use that as mental reset. Yeah. Sure. Right. Especially if you're up in a series. Yeah. Yeah. Or even trying like super crazy things and being aggressive and like, hey, let's get some nutty goals to try and feel feel better or like see if this rotation might disrupt things and then actually do it properly in the next game. Especially if it's like a team you haven't had the opportunity to scrim against now Mm -hmm. is like this is going to be a bad way to put it. But I think you see where I'm going with this. Like Mm -hmm. this is their scrim. It's just that it kind of it's weighted and it's worth something and it's on live broadcast. <laughs> so, so now like they'll be able to sort of try out these new strats against these teams that they haven't played before. So mm-hmm. we don't, it's we don't like, know, right? Hey. Like we can, we can, I'm sure if we dig around enough in the internet and the series of tubes that it is, we could probably find some stuff on paper about this, like who scrimmed who, but most of that stuff seems to be sort of behind closed doors, hush, hush, unless they decide to tell you, Oh yeah, we scrimmed so-and-so the other day. Mm-hmm. So, I, I agree. I think I think that's a really like smart point of view right there. Mm-hmm. That's that's five head IQ right there. I think that's exactly what they were doing because just from seeing how they played today, I have a strong feeling. Very much to your point, Williams Resolve is going to come back and shake a lot of teams. Yep, for sure. Also, Double O Nation, Flying Dutchman, um, Misfits, and like so many teams that I've just never heard of before, and nobody's ever heard of before <laughs> because they're new. Um, <laughs> just oh, Breezy's on that team. Oh, I know Breezy's on Breezy. Who's Double O Nation? Um, Double Breezy, Nation Flame is Breezy, and Flame, Hibs. and Hibs. Like that's yeah. a good team. That's, I don't know yeah. if I've heard of Hibs. I know Flame, and I definitely know Breezy. But I think Hibs was on. He was on uh, Singularity. Yeah. Was he on? Yeah. Okay. Was that, wait, wait, was that back when Scrub was on Singularity? <laughs> Maybe. I'm going to check. Or was it, or am I thinking of Solary? Uh, oh, Scrubs was on Singularity, wasn't he? he yeah, was. Scrub, Breezy, yeah. and Hibs for a That's bit. And then That's Scrub got benched, I think. 
<laughs> yeah, what's the scrub? <laughs> Speaking of, can I two second tangent on scrub? Did you see the 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 EU beef on there? Oh yeah. That was too funny. So Wait, in the Twitterverse, okay, yep, yeah. So good. in the Twitterverse, uh, immediately after BDS beats down Dignitas, unfortunately, I really <laughs> wanted to see Dig go through. Mm-hmm. Um, but he goes, GD, uh, GG's to BDS, cheeky quick chat from Monkey after they won, winky face. We'll have to come back stronger next time. And immediately Monkey Moon posts in that thread, I hope you'll be back stronger because you were shit today, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> honestly i was like (laughs) like it just kind of came out of nowhere like i think low-key like there just there'd be some drama in rocket league that we're just not privy to there definitely is i think this is actually a really good segue to jump into Mm -hmm. the north american region because a very similar thing happened with garrity yep yep (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if you want to delve into this at all, Ty, but it was pretty funny. Okay, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, if we're gonna start from the from the beginning, it was like I, I guess you guys probably went over it last week, but it's like uh, who was it? it's Justin disconnected it and Faze scored a goal or whatever, and then oh, she what okay. when they Thank when they were <laughs> yeah when when uh, um, like NRG were asking for like the goal back or whatever um i think aj said it was like it was already in it didn't matter and squishy just like called phase sad and cringe i guess and then <laughs> first killer told him to shut up and then garrett posted it on twitter and then there was a whole thread that ended with garrett <laughs> posting a screenshot of first killer's dad like threatening someone in twitch chat out of yeah. <laughs> huge huge escalation it was fucking it was it was wild it was so oh my funny. goodness so funny. You talk I, bad about my son? I'm going to get you. I have a very particular set of skills. I'm going to yeah, find you. I don't know. It was like... Uh, uh, just like yeah. First Killer's dad gives me like... Um, Scrub like, Killer dad? <laughs> well, I don't even know. Like Scrub's... Not Scrub's dad, I would say. But like... He just gives me like... Like... Asshole dickhead like... Father of the quarterback vibes, you know? Do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, for sure. I totally get it. I just think it's really funny that we have two different cases of like really young prodigies and their dads being RL drama. (laughs) (laughs) Because the same thing happened with Scrub um, over the legal issues, I think, uh, way back when we we talked about that when it did. But Mm -hmm. it's so funny. It's so funny to me that this, this just keeps on happening. Our old dads are just crazy. I think that's what what we're gonna learn. <laughs> yeah. So, do you want to get into that uh, <laughs> NRG, <laughs> or do we want to go over the thing as thing as a whole? <laughs> I think uh, I think like EU, we should probably we should probably uh, start from the bottom and then get to here eventually, somehow, some way. Right? <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> so, so, if I'm not mistaken, I believe Team Integrity was a team that came up through Qualies. Um, consisting of actually, let me open that up real quick. Uh, Blaze, No Mansion, and Cheese mm-hmm. with some guy Hazo as their substitute. Uh, Blaze sounds really familiar. I don't really recognize these other players. I'm going to be honest. I I don't think I've seen them anywhere. I'm pretty sure uh, Blaze was the uh, one of the people that we actually faced. Right, Ty? Am I wrong? Yeah, yeah. He was on one of the teams that we faced in the um, Intel World Open. 
Um, other than that, I don't know any of the players. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think they're like a rank, rank A or rank X team or something. We played crap. an RLCS player. We've done it, Ty. <laughs> we have done it. <laughs> I mean, sure, you guys have done it at least a couple times in ranked or casuals, right? I mean, hello. I'm lower hello. than both of you. I've, I've ran into like four. <laughs> I don't play casuals. I've never, never had that chance. <laughs> But it's so much fun. <laughs> Nine games with Messi and going into a seven-game series against Justin where I hit a pre-flip goal on him. I'll never forget <laughs> it. I'm not saying I'm better than him in any shape or form. I was just like, sweet, I scored a goal on a pro player. This will never happen again. Awesome. <laughs> Clipping this. But And like Tristan uh, from EU, uh, a couple other people. But oh, that, that kind of stuff. Wait, really? No one? That's your only one? No, no, like rivals tags. No, heck, no, no, no ESL tags even. I think I might have seen some ESL tags, but I don't really care about them. Oh damn! <laughs> I'm I'm too famous. I oh, ego, I ego others. ASAP <laughs> <laughs> beef. Next <laughs> drama. Um, and who's on Team DVS? They placed absolute last, so I'm kind of mm. curious Again, to see who's on this team as well. Bu Nitrous and. Skills, yeah, I don't, I don't know them either. No idea. Yeah, skills, skills has been around the bubble scene for a couple years, but gotcha. the other two, pretty new, I think. Just some bubble gotcha. teams that are popping yeah. up. Yeah, couple pop off runs from the bubble squads. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Not to discredit them, this is this is kind of something we haven't seen in a while, where a newer team kind of jumps up and in because of the whole restructuring of the of the system and them doing away with the grid, which at first seems like a wonderful idea and seemed to sort of destroy that gatekeeper mentality that there's only certain ways to get in and you were forced mm. to play six mans and talk to the right people now it's just yeah if you make it through quals man you're gonna be on mainstream mm-hmm. you just gotta make it through quals against all these other hungry teams so i think it's kind of nice that because of that we're now starting to see these people who are like i have no idea who you are but you know show me what you got as a fan right like they could become the next nrg given time but we don't know and it's too early to say honestly mm-hmm. um just going up the list, though, one. going up the list, though, this kind of shocked me, honestly. Uh, Shopify taking 14th? Yeah. Uh, they looked so strong in the preseason. For those of you who don't know, that's Rapid, Beast Mode, and Memory. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are some guys who have been around the scene for a while, and they are some pretty solid players. It's just, uh, who, did they, who did they lose to? Who That's what I was going to say. They lost to Exet version one and Ghost, which, considering That's how okay. yeah, considering how Exet and version yeah. one were playing, which you guys can talk about, um, oh, yeah. I think it makes sense, or at least it's not su- too surprising to see. I think I want to let Ty talk about this one because if I'm not mistaken, like your fanboy team was Carmine Corp, where Ty's fanboy team is definitely Exet with yep. homeboy Percy on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ty, if you want to get into it a little bit, yeah, I will say just. On the Shopify thing, um, I can't say much, but I have heard there are some internal things going on right now. Oh, no. Um, okay. And they're currently playing the closed calls for next regional with a sub. Oh. So take that as you will. Okay. Um, as for Exit, um, those guys, <laughs> they looked really, really good throughout the Swiss. They got the, the win over Shopify, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then they... Um, Took phase out in the second round, which is kind of massive. The, 
only team to beat phase all regional actually um, i will quickly anyway, check we'll that get for you into that but um yeah so they took down phase lost uh to space station and then took the win over torrent percy's old team mm-hmm. so they got the 3-1 qualification very very solid from them they are the only team to beat phase in the entire regional <laughs> well, there you go yeah <laughs> sheesh yeah solid showing from the guys obviously they um had a, a bit of a disappointment in quarters, losing to version one, but I think either of those teams making top four is a bit of an upset anyway, so one of them had to, and uh, version one just have more experience with Torment and Gimmick, so that is uh, where their run came to an end, but it's a solid showing for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I think that team has a lot of potential to go somewhere, honestly. They, they show that they can really stick it to some of these teams, and they just need a bit of time to develop as a as a squad, I, th- I think they're going to upset a lot of people here this season. Um, For sure. Getting back into our our lineup here, well, <laughs> I don't think anyone's surprised about this, but Charlotte Phoenix placing in 13th. <laughs> um, it's, a, it's definitely a different squad now with uh, Beastabonium, Delta, and Alraz. Um, Alraz, we do I, remember, I, but... Yeah, but... <sighs> I just... I don't know. They didn't. I feel like we've seen some really good players go through that org and go through that team. Um, it's just Phoenix never seems to like put themselves up in the top six. Yeah, I think that Wonder. they're as weird and bad as this is as this is to say. Um, they're kind of a stepping stone team for a lot of very good players, where yeah. they just kind of go a to Charlotte lot. Phoenix, and then it's like, wow, this player is really good, but the other two suck. Mm-hmm. Let's pick up that good player. <laughs> Well, that's like exactly what happened with um, Andy, who was on their team last season, right? Like mm-hmm. he's um, yeah. he got picked up by the Sonics now, um, yep. and everyone thought he was the best on that team, and oh, yeah. he's the one that gets picked up, and, and Charlotte Phoenix look a bit worse because of it. Mm-hmm. But not to say Bisabonium and Delta are bad, and, and Al Rise is a, a fine player in his own right, but um, they're just they're always going to be that that top twelve gatekeeper team, I think. Yes, and obviously, suck just being they still are very much an RLCS team, like. For sure, <laughs> they don't suck. <laughs> and to give a little context too, for those of you who don't know, who may be paying attention to the bubble scene, Alraz came from uh, the team Strombully, who mm-hmm. was really, really popping off here in the last, um, last I want to say, year or so, if I'm not mistaken. Um, took a lot of top four finishes um, in the last two years, I believe. Here. Let's see, one, two, definitely an definitely an X. Four, five, yeah, five. Mm-hmm. So, um, and it looked like when they did a major roster change, they weren't placing too well. Um, but I mean, if this is any indication, towards the end of last year in April, they took second to like Pittsburgh Knights at the time, which is really not a bad showing, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, again, another team to kind of keep your eye on, like. They, you know, this season is quite literally the season of upsets uh, with the roster madness we've seen and all the new players flooding the circuit. Uh, it's really anyone's game at this point. Uh, you know, any pro player who was not grinding in the offseason after taking their mental reset, it, you're going to see them struggling now against these people who have not stopped grinding because now is their time to prove that they belong in the circuit. Um, <clears throat> moving along, we had Rogue, which... I kind of was hoping for a better outcome. Uh, I think a lot of people are going to talk trash because 
gyro going over. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know. I feel I feel as though this is just another one of those teams where they're just not comfortable yet as a three squad um, with Turin Toro, Taroko, and Gyro now, and Corrupted G heading them as their coach. It's a solid group of guys who definitely over all four of them have quite the experience and quite the the resume in um, in RLCS. But they didn't really they didn't really blow me away this time around. They they seem to kind of be a little bit lackluster. That they they have some things they need to work on uh, mm-hmm. if they want to sort of keep that placement they were getting last year, which arguably could have been because of First Killer. Um, but we'll we'll get into phase a little bit later because that that's a juicy hot ticket item everyone wants to know about. <laughs> yep, yeah, we'll we'll get to that. Yeah, I think with Rogue, um, um, the squad as it is seems kind of reminiscent of charlotte phoenix where they're going to be a like top 12 um just kind of like the barrier of entry to the uh actual upper levels sure um i don't know if that's super proper to say because i definitely think there's a lot of room for like improvement with that team specifically they definitely can go up um whether or not they will we'll see time will tell (laughs) exactly exactly uh anything on rogue tie I know at one point you were following them fairly closely back when First Killer was still on. Yeah, I mean, I think it's yeah, you guys covered it pretty well. Like they I think they have uh, a ceiling that they could reach that's a bit higher than where they're at now mm-hmm. based on just more time together and developing a style that fits them. Um but I don't think it'll be much higher than like a top 8 team or anything. So mm-hmm. definitely enough, in, in that gatekeeper position like you mentioned. Right on, right on. Okay, well, we'll just move right on along here then. Uh, let's see, what was the next bit here? Um, so this was actually formerly Alpine Esports, uh, now rebranded as Torrent. They they did all right. Um, you know, they took a 3-0 on Ghosts uh, and had a pretty close series against Integrity, the uh, formerly mentioned team that made it up through the quals. Um, but got 3-0'd by Exit, 3-0'd by Version 1, and 3-1 by NRG. Three very reputable teams with very, very talented players. I Honestly, it's I, I don't hold anything against them. Those are some pretty tough matchups. Um, this being Magic Bear, Jordan, and Kinsey, um, with Dapper as substitute and Mystic as their coach. Uh, and again, another really solid group of guys who've been in the scene for a very long time. I, I think a lot of these teams are just sort of getting their footing with this new roster that they're... Mm-hmm they're working with here so unless you guys have anything else to say about that uh, i think we'll just move right on mm-hmm. um let's see here we also had sasuke on a hunt uh sonics making it into top 10 which we like to see um uh, pretty solid group here as well uh t Corel, andy zps uh i <laughs> i still laugh every time i see and hear zps for those of you who don't know, his name is ZPS now because initially when he joined the circuit, his name was Zombie Poop Shark. And you can't really get sponsorship money or be on a mainstream broadcast with a name like Zombie Poop Shark. It just, it's just not... That's not, an amazing uh, palat- it's, it's, But it's just not palatable for the masses, you know? <laughs> Think about the casters constantly having to say Zombie Poop Shark scores a goal or what to say by Zombie, zombie Poop Shark. All they have to say is Zombie. And then chat can just yeah. Pepe laugh at the poop shark <laughs> uh again another another team where you know some of these guys have been in for a bit um but just trying to get their footing uh and they're definitely under a reputable org uh but we'll just kind of have to see where they uh where they mm-hmm. end up honestly as the season progresses 
Um, getting almost into top eight here, we have Ghost Gaming, who just barely didn't make it. Um, had a pretty close series against True Neutral. I would like to shout out True Neutral here for a team that came out of the SAM region into North mm -hmm. America and started playing these North American teams on this ping. They surprised a lot of people. If I'm not mistaken, there was a show match preseason. I can't remember who hosted off the top of my head, uh, but they actually 3-0'd the current phase with First yes. Killer, AJ, and Illusion on it, which kind of opened a lot of people's eyes. Did. Even though it wasn't an RLCS level match, all of those players were top tier RLCS level, and that, mm -hmm. that kind of shocked me, honestly, to see that outcome. No, they played amazing. But didn't True Neutral get it? Um, a team house um, in Southern America. I'm not sure where. Um, I don't think they were playing on super high ping. They're in Mexico. I think they're playing they? on like 70 ping ish. Okay, so definitely better than they were or would have been. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Okay. That's um, that's reasonable then. Right. Uh, and for show. those of you. <laughs> seriously and for those of you who don't know ghost gaming now is is built of quite the reputable squad where you will probably recognize all these names being lion blaze the ones god uh rolled is um shock spuda as the sub and fakey as their coach i honestly believe this this team could really do wonders uh it's just again another team that's just going to take time to get their footing with their with their new team dynamic um, and learning to play well to each other's styles. Uh, but I think mm -hmm. I think this was a pretty well-built team, and we're starting to see some of these bubble scene content creators who are actually fairly gifted at the game sort of squeak their way into the scene, um, mm -hmm. such as Spuda, such as Musty. Uh, it's it's kind of showing you that you can kind of do both for those of you who want to aspire to do so, that there isn't any one particular way to get up into the circuit aside from be good at the game, play yeah. the game, Practice the game. Practice makes permanent, right? Mm -hmm. Well, nod to Isaac there. Um, I, I will say now that we're here, um, this is the point where NA is like, "Hey, we have our top." <laughs> um, uh -huh. Below, there's a lot of like what we're, we're calling gatekeep, um, gatekeeper essentially. Yep. The like we've, we've gone through them, where all of them have the potential to definitely be a top eight team. Um, but I think that they're not necessarily just like gatekeepers for people below, but rather they're also very much a competition amongst themselves. But then we also have like the top, I want to say top six, but you could argue up to top like nine ish, top eight, nine, top, top nine, which we're getting would, into. I now. would say so. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I would say so. Um, actually jumping into the eighth spot here to, to talk about our powerhouse teams, uh, true neutral. Took mm -hmm. eighth over Ghosts, mm -hmm. uh, oddly enough, because you, know, you look at that first match played in the circuit, and it was True Neutral versus Ghosts, so it was one or the other who was going to make it based upon that running. Uh, True Neutral went in, beat Ghosts three two. I, like I kind of cringe when I say this, but they they beat G two three to one. I, I want to <laughs> cry. Uh, that should never have happened. Not a G two <laughs> fan bias. Okay, you just put it out there. Should never have happened. What the hell, guys? Um, but. You know, they were humbled. They had a strong series against NRG, but lost by one. Energy beats them 3-2 with, you know, a big loss to Envy there, 3-1, to and then a dub against the Susquehanna Sonics, 3-1. Which 
crew neutral is really showing that they want to be in this region mm-hmm. um, and that they didn't make the move for nothing. Uh, I think this this is a roster for those of you who don't pay attention to the Sam region has been around for a while uh, with Shad, Razebull, and AJG. These guys these guys are like primo talent from the Sam region. Um, they haven't had a showing that was less than first or second in over a year. Mm-hmm. This team is hungry. They're here to win. So NA Pro players, don't slip up, man. Because teams like this, who have just squeaked into your top eight in the first season of moving to the country, are very much going to knock you out if you aren't on your toes. Yep. Um, also, yeah, I want to say, um, on top of that, um, both of the NRG and uh, NV games, the ones that they lost, or series, um, every game except for one of them in the NRG game was a one-goal game. Like, Exactly. They very much could have swung in either direction. A lot of them were overtimes. Um, it could have gone either way f- in true neutral's paper in like a certain number of worlds. Um, so they kept those very, very close overall. Yeah. Do you have uh, any any insight on uh, true neutral, Ty? You might want to talk about it all? Yeah, I think um, just to put it in the most simplest terms is this team essentially gave up a a free spot to majors and worlds from south america to move to north america Mm -hmm. because they just they want to play against the best right Mm -hmm. that's all you got to say about it they are super hungry yeah and you know changing the not to say anything bad about the south american region whatsoever but it's it's pretty clear that the north american region does stand a bit higher than they do in terms of their overall player pool and it shows um but same token with them being like the undisputed champions of the south coming to north america it kind of makes you question just how good is the bottom half of the north american rlcs uh, rosters right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or you know, like is it just an uh, adaptation period for these teams or are these players from south america truly that much better and now that we're playing on even ground here in terms of connection and very soon to be land like you know it's going to bring a lot of people into question, a lot of orgs into question. Yeah, uh, I'm sure a lot of fans are going to be upset. <laughs> Speaking of orgs, um, True Neutral is looking for an org. The the players that is. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, if any orgs are out there, pick them up. Mm-hmm. Pick them up, man. These these guys are absolutely insane. Like they they play hard. They you know work hard. They they want it. <laughs> yeah, they're definitely a team to be picked up. <laughs> Yeah, uh, if you're uh, any newer org coming into the space, or if you are a returning org, like you know maybe C9, who knows? <laughs> um, you know, don't be afraid to reach out to these guys because they've definitely proven themselves time and time again for almost two years consistently now um, at the highest level. These mm-hmm. these guys want to be here, so and they deserve um, to be here after the show. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, a thousand percent. These these guys have done nothing but play out of their minds. So these these players are absolutely cracked. I think I saw a raise ball hit like a double flip reset <laughs> into a top corner. Like that's not <laughs> at the pro level. You know what I mean? That's not just something. It's like, oh, it's free play. I hit a double flip reset. He did that against three other very competent <laughs> players in the circuit. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, do not sleep on this team. Yeah, do not sure. sleep on this team. If you guys want to look for an underdog story, this is your team right here. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, but moving on, um, just again, cringe. Damn it! Duh. 
G2 squeaks into seventh. Um, <laughs> I was really, really hoping to see them come a bit stronger out of the gate at the beginning of the season. Uh, but I guess, uh, I guess we still have a bit to work on with the, with the young lad Drees. Um, you can't, it's, it almost seems unfair to pin it all on him, but at the same token with how long Chicago and Jane apps have been in this scene, um, like their reputation kind of speaks for them. Like they also have their bad days, but consistently it's, it's a team composed of two players who arguably have more experience between the two of them than a lot of these teams do spread across their whole team. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to, uh, I want to hear from Ty on this one. What? Yeah. What are I got to know Ty. I'm sure you thoughts on G2 super closely. <laughs> oh I, yeah. I mean, <laughs> G2, um, I don't think they had, a particularly good day during the Swiss, to be fair. Um, against True Neutral, obviously the 1-3 upset is kind of the big one. Um, after they beat them like the week before in the qualifier, 3-1. So, But it's the exact opposite. Um, and then obviously a game five loss to FaZe is, is tough, but FaZe is FaZe. FaZe is good. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, But what's interesting to me is, is G2 bringing in Sathu as their coach. Um, mm-hmm. So I think... Uh, a bit of an adjustment period there, like in- integrating him into um, like the roster and and how they want to adjust play styles based on his ideas and, and how they want to play the game. With obviously Dries is your your new pickup um, from the start of this year. You're still kind of trying to work out the kinks with that as well. And I I, th- I think they've got room to improve for sure. Um, and even going in their playoff like six game series versus NRG with every single game going to OT. They aren't, they aren't that far off the top. Yeah. I would right. say. Yeah. Right. And in all honesty to sort of even out what I was saying earlier, like nothing against the young lad Dries. Like he clearly proved he was meant to be here last season when in his rookie season takes G2 to a top five finish for the end of the season. Like that's, that's insane for somebody's rookie season. Like you can't, there's really nothing to shake a stick at there. Like, He's, I, I, this is definitely a long-term investment by G2 that they see the untapped potential in him and that he's going to grow well with this team, but only time will tell. I really hope he does. Mm-hmm. So again, with you know very close games against FaZe, uh, I, I have hope. I have hope that, I, that our team's going to come out on top this year, Ty. I do. I, really <laughs> do. I, do. I, just, I, I just have to believe and have faith. Yeah, kind of have the faith. Um. But uh, without getting too bogged down, jumping up to top six, and this is the ones y'all want to hear about, right? Mm-hmm. Version one squeaks into top six here with one map over G2. So arguably, version one, G2 are kind of on the same page this season, um, whereas G2 went 12 and 7 in games, version one went 13 and 7. Um, also having a very, very close series against FaZe. So right off the bat, that tells me that you know these are two teams that FaZe really has to keep their eye out for because they seem to be blowing everybody else out of the water. Um, mm-hmm. I don't. It's not really too much to say. I, they they kind of speak for themselves. For those of you who don't know, version one is Gimmick and Torment, formerly teammates with Squishy Muffins, who won season six Worlds. Um, and they are paired with... The uh, if I remember correctly, he was also one of those ones gods players, calm, um, and the notorious fireburner heading the team as the coach. Uh, mm-hmm. I think this team has a lot of potential, and they have been fighting through the mud um, since they formed, proving that they're not washed, they're not done. They still have very much to give and very much drive to keep playing at this highest level, and it's showing right now this season. You guys have any uh, takes on that? I. 
I'm going to save this take for after we get through because there is one overall take that I want to say at the end. Ah, okay. This is okay, this okay. okay. This is the spicy take you were saying. Mm-hmm. Which I don't um, think is spicy, just, but it's spicy. <laughs> all right, okay, all right. okay. Yeah, I'll just say for version one, um, they still have an issue with going to like the maximum number of rounds and games with basically everybody. Um, they, I think they in the invitational and closed qualifiers they went to like round five in both of those as well as the normal Swiss stage. So they played like all fifteen Swiss series you could. Um, and then in their quarterfinal they went to game seven so they just got to figure out how to close that series but i'll I'll get on them for for making the the top four uh for this regional it was a good showing indeed indeed um moving right along here to team envy this one uh we kind of expected them to be up there you know top four top five top six even um i'm honestly not surprised they took an elder space station though space station ever since the team has formed has really just we'll get to them. Let's, let's just put it that way. <laughs> but team MV here, um, going three, two against rogue, uh, three, two against version one and three, one against true neutral. They're showing that with the goaded four time turbo Posa, this team wants to be here and is still very much capable of maintaining one of those top spots. Mm-hmm. Um, they did have a pretty strong showing early on in the season here. For those of you who don't know, that's atomic mist and turbo Posa. Um, I, I don't really have too much to say for this team. They're consistently a top three, top four team and have been for before they even picked up turbo for the last couple of years. So regardless of roster, this org seems to perform very well and definitely knows how to suss out its talent correctly and put good squads together. I, I think these guys are going to go far. I think they're going to show a lot of people that regardless of what's going on, they're, they're not going anywhere. They're staying right where they are. So Unless you guys have anything more to add about Envy. The only thing to say would be uh, they lose to FaZe in the playoffs, but it's probably one of the closest um, series against FaZe overall. Every single game they lost was a one True. goal game, and two of them were overtimes. True. <laughs> True. Yep. yep. So, so, moving on to the... Out, the yes. uh, yeah. Exactly. Moving on to the highly talked about, highly anticipated, and we've been mm-hmm. waiting for this org to join the scene forever. Mm-hmm. Space Clan. They have been blowing us out of the water. Uh, they were even performing very, very well uh, with Jaro on their team uh, last season, if I'm not mistaken. Um, this is this is an org that really needs no introduction. They they have been in the esports world for about a decade, if not more. Now they have solidified themselves as uh, quote unquote clout gods. I know Lazero is <laughs> going to hear that and be like, clout, get that word out of my podcast. Um, but they network with all the right people. They get themselves on all the brands. They are everywhere. You cannot really talk about esports without talking about face. Uh, and they have made quite the squad this time around and i'm sure there's plenty for us to talk about with phase let's go ahead and jump right into it ty the acquisition of first killer clearly a huge improvement for them yeah i mean you sign the uh the touted best player in the world you're gonna you're gonna improve um what really impressed me about first killer this weekend is um kind of skipping ahead here to the the playoffs but First killer really um a lot of people thought that he wasn't gonna be able to like share the ball enough with like AJ and Illusion and stuff. But he really um especially in the grand finals, he, he took a backseat to AJ quite a bit and um just 
was playing much more of an enabler role. And I don't think a lot of people saw that coming. Um, just showed how selfless he, he can be. And, and, and again, just raises his stock as a player. Like that guy is so, so good. Mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken, man. Ever since you and I jumped on the podcast, we've been kind of touting like this, this guy, aside from like maybe Justin, who's in this same conversation, definitely hands down one of the, if not best player NA, the guy continually, continually shows up and shows out and constantly beats the opposition from being a young 15 year old with a massive ego in the scene to becoming one of the most respected players in the entirety of rocket league. The man knows how to car and how to ball. Um, I don't think this team is going anywhere. I think they're going to stay top four, uh, if anything, top two, once they sort of a bad pun here, get their wheels under them. Um, <laughs> I feel personally, I feel Lucian and First Killer have very similar styles. That they have, they're very mechanical players who have a very easy time playing aggressive offense. Like that is where they shine, and they can flourish and flex these mechanics and use them in a way that is actually to the team's advantage. Right? Mm-hmm. I, I, I was. I was not disappointed in any game I saw them play whatsoever so far this season. They they have definitely sh- like come here to play and play hard. Um, with a three-two showing against G two, a three-one showing against Charlotte Phoenix, a three-two showing against Version One, and oddly enough, taking a loss to Xset. Giving a little credit to the Xset boys here. Um, it was a close series though, being three-two. Uh, they again, it's just another one of those teams. Phase has got to keep on their radar because uh, if they're not taking them seriously, Xset might just pull the rug out from under them. Um, any thoughts, Webs? Um, honestly not surprised to see them in the conversation of top three if even that like they're they're definitely going to be um probably the team to beat i think um and that's i would i'm just gonna say it right now it's probably going to continue going forward um i don't think that's a shock to anybody uh (laughs) but some of the other teams like exit and version one like those teams giving them a run for their money is interesting and I'm wondering if it's partially playstyle, because a lot of the games with FaZe in it were very, very close, where it was pretty much, oh, FaZe ended up barely squeaking by or winning in the uh, one goal game or something like that for a lot of the teams um, that they ended up winning against. So I'm wondering if that's consistent and that's just a part of their playstyle, right? Yeah, very much so. I, I, I think it could be for sure. But really, time will tell. Um how they uh, start formulating strategies around very specific teams, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, but I think you're right. I think their their play style is a style that works, especially in this current meta, and it, it's it's not going anywhere. If anything, to your point, it's it's the team to beat right now. Um, talking about Exit, though, great transition. We move up into the powerhouse teams right now, the top three. We do have Exit. Um, little background for you guys. These are also players who... Um, from very humble beginnings and have done nothing but grind their way to the top of the RLCS circuit uh, with J-Pow, Hawkser, Percy, and Trey as their coach. Um, I wanted to give a, a shout out to, to Hawkser here too with uh, overcoming like some of the hardest adversity I could imagine for a player to go through whilst in season with uh, the loss of his dad. Um, this guy is hungry. He wants games. He wants to win. Uh, you know, all the way back from, you know, 
the CRL circuit to the pro circuit, playing with Roldis on United, to, like time and time again, these players are showing up, proving that they belong in this circuit and they're here to stay. Uh, I understand why Ty is so hyped and this is his fanboy team. Th- this team is hungry, man. Do not sleep on exit at all. I don't know if you guys have any takes on this team, but they, they kind of speak for themselves with their with their showings right now in the games on stream. Ty, do you want to go off on this? Completely up to you. Uh, I mean, I, I don't really have much to say here. I think they're just a team with quite a bit of potential, and once they get the, the experience under their belt, they'll start regularly pushing into to a, a much more of a fight for those those top four spots, but at the moment, just got to grind it out and, and keep the improvement up, I think. Yeah. Uh, and heck, making it to making it to third so far for the season is not a bad way to start, right? So um, definitely keep your eye on this team. They're, they're going to be going places. Um, getting into the top two, the arguably undisputed powerhouses of North America right now um, being NRG in second. You know, take that, Nick Tech. Um, they've had a very strong showing so far this season with three ones against Charlotte Phoenix, three one against Torrent, and three two against True Neutral. Uh, th- this is a team y'all know and love. This is Squishy, Justin Garrett G, some of the best players to ever do it, North American side. They are proving that they are still the team, if not phase, the other team to beat, arguably. Um, you know, coming hot out of last season being the champions, there's, there's they have a lot going for them right now, and uh, I really don't see them falling out of top three, top four this season unless we see some uh, some serious upsets coming out of the top eight. So I don't know if you guys want to touch on this at all, but it, I, I kind of hate to cut it short with NRG. It's just I feel they're glorified enough. Honestly, they're just they're great players. It's a great org. It's been around for a very very long time, and it. They're just going to keep beating teams. They're just going to keep doing what they know how to do. So I think unless you guys have anything, we'll squeeze into the number one seed here. I think you covered it. That being Space Station Gaming. Uh, this is a team since its inception uh, has had a lot of naysayers, um, a lot of booers, a lot of haters. Uh, for a very new org that... <laughs> Funnily enough, started off of Snapchat, like Instagram, if I'm not mistaken. Um, very content creator heavy, uh, very positive in the esports world, um, supporting both male and female creators. It's a, it's a very equal org here. They have built a team that just shows up time and time again for some of the most nail-biting games we've seen in recent times. Um, for those of you that don't know, Space Station is uh, the GOAT Sypical. Arsenal and Rettles with Chrome as their coach at the head. I mean, heck, Arsenal and Rettles are two of the players that help create the demo meta that you all play today. Uh, there's a reason why they sit up there and why they're the best at it. Sypical <laughs> um, doing what Sypical does, as much as some of the other pro players hate it, has uh, ungodly ball control with his car. The ball does not leave his car unless he wants it to. Um, this team just keeps showing up time and time again. I think the lowest seating they've taken in the last two years was fifth. Uh, they, you know, beating out such teams as G2, Envy, Rogue when it was hot, when it still had first killer on it, and NRG. This, this is a team that just, they're just going to keep doing it, man. They 
they don't know how to stop winning. Um, since March of last year, they've only taken two second places out of two, three, four, five, six, seven events. They've taken first in five. That being the fall major, the uh, fall regional, Rocket League Summit, the spring regional, spring grid. They just they keep winning over and over and over and over. And you guys may be tired of them, but they aren't tired. <laughs> so um, definitely a team to keep your eyes on if you want to see some uh, some high quality Rocket League. These guys, I, I don't know, man. Who like you? Like, do you really see any team shutting down Space Station at all? I think the matchups with Space Station between the other, let's say, top three at this point, the Envy, the Phase, the Energy, has always been interesting in that Space Station almost seems at the lower end a lot of the time, but sometimes just pops off. So, I don't know. I'm not sure. Seeing them in the you know fourth position... It's kind of not surprisingly not surprising, I'm going to say. Yeah, you're talking about uh, this weekend or this past weekend. Yeah, little partially like, yeah, to this last weekend, but just in general, like it happens, I think, more like surprisingly often for such a good team, just because the energy, the um, envy and the phase now are that good. It was the rope yeah. before, but we're gonna ignore that. <laughs> yeah, but like on top of that, right? Even even this past weekend, they they gave Phase a run a run for their money, and it, it was four three Phase. So it's not like Space Station went quietly into the night here. They fought. No, they never do. Yeah, no, ever. <laughs> they will demo their way all the way out of a bad situation. Um, they they just they're here, man. They're, they're like a thorn in your side. You can't really get rid of. I'm sure a lot of teams feel that way because of how aggressive this team is. Um, there's not too many teams that can confidently beat this team on a day-to-day basis. Uh, definitely. If you're looking to improve your own game, I would say, take a look at some of these players, man. They, aside from typical, I can't speak for, I know Arsenal and Reddles both do their own content. They stream, they do YouTube. They have some pretty interesting, hilarious content and some really, really good games to watch. If I'm not mistaken, actually, Arsenal just did a uh, cross-region 1v1 with AppJack, which was really good. Really, really good. Highly recommend checking it out. Um, these guys just... They love to meme, man. They're so good. They can just meme on people the whole time. <laughs> like... That's how you know you've don't... gotten to the best when you can just meme yeah. on people and you're still yeah. <laughs> yeah. like like they know they're good and they talk a lot mostly rattles but you know it's it's all competitive it's like from what I gather as a fan it's never to be like oh your team's dog water it's it's competitive banter like they enjoy the competition as much as the other you know whatever top six teams who are really just kind of staying in that realm they're they're not going anywhere man they know who they play against they know how to play well against them and very much as many other people have said it's it's definitely an on the day game and sometimes they don't have great showings but more often than not they have fantastic showings and stay in that top four so yeah i think that's uh you gotta give a high praise to to chrome there as well like Sure. He he really keeps these these guys in line, and I know his personal work ethic is is like one of the highest in the scene. So he's sure. imparting all that onto onto 
the players and this guy like he's making sure that these guys are never slacking off and and there's a reason that they are are so consistently fighting for those uh grand finals and um top four spots and everything so high praise to him for sure definitely definitely i mean if you know having uh Dr. Prof Isaac on, you know, a couple episodes with you and I, Ty, is is any indicator, man, the the uh mental health coaches, the team coaches that these orgs are picking up, they like very much to the point you and I said back in episode like one sixteen, like they are changing the face of the game as we know it without people realizing it. They are pulling all the strings and doing all the work behind closed doors with these players, ensuring that they stay at this top level. Right. And they are extremely passionate about it and Mm-hmm. Those with the work ethic, it, it shows, I think, very much to your point. This Chrome busts his butt to keep this team where it is, you know, not, not to take anything away from any of the players. Um, you know, you, you really like seeing these coaches getting this recognition in a game where coaches weren't a thing, you know, even three years ago. It was just players, and mm-hmm. it was kind of like the Wild West of RLCS where, you know, if a team's mental wasn't right, they got checked, you know, by like the 16th tier team. And it was a rough day. <laughs> it was a really rough day and a hard bounce back for those for those orgs and those teams and may uh, may have led to um, roster changes because of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, big praise to all the coaches and mental specialists out there right now working hard in the scene. Like, we love you guys. You're you're doing wonderful, wonderful things for the scene. We really appreciate you. It, these games couldn't be like like we couldn't ask for more. You know, this is this is some of the best Rocket League I've seen in years coming out yeah. of these players. Um, I'm, I don't know. I don't want to say that we called it Ty, but like <laughs> kind of jumping back to EU for a second, like the ones meta is here. If you're, yeah. if you're, if you don't have at least one ones player main on your team, you're doing something wrong. Like they're here to stay, man. They are insane single players and teaching them how to be a team oriented player may be a headache. I can't speak to it. I'm not a coach, but I feel it's a lot easier to train somebody who's already good at the game on how to be a team player as opposed to somebody who's not good at the game but is a team player. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I, I feel like there's going to be some argument there from you know a little bit of feedback. People being like, "Oh, that doesn't make sense." Uh, just trust me on this one, right? Like, if you already have somebody gifted, a basic concept is don't go here, rotate back post. But I want, I want to, nope, go back post. <sighs> Fine. Whereas somebody who hmm. like just doesn't know what to do but is kind of more positionally aware. I feel like those are the players you see where they're in net and they don't do something right away. And a double commit happens because another player on their team who's rotating back sees, Oh, the goalie's not going, I got to go. And we'll, we see it in games all the time. They'll double commit on a block and, you know, 15 seconds later, there's a shot in their net, you know? Um, hmm. so this, this is definitely one of those teams where they don't, they don't really do that. They're the ones that go out and, and force you to make the mistakes. So definitely keep your eyes on space station for sure. Um, that being said, we've kind of wrapped up the standings at least, uh, Wabs, I know you, I know you, <laughs> I know you had a pretty <laughs> spicy take you wanted to get to, uh, you want to get into that? Yeah. Um, I feel like I don't want to say this because I really like how at least EU went. I didn't watch enough of NA to be like, I also love how this went, so I don't want it to change. But the exact same thing as EU, at least, and I think NA, um, happened last fall. And I, at the beginning of the um, last one, where I think a lot of it is very 
easy to chalk up like a lot of the standings and a lot of the shifting and a lot of the whatever is going on is really easy to chalk up to um, just new teams, um, people taking breaks, all of the other things that are going on. Um, and while I'm extremely excited for the possibility of a genuine top 16 in EU and like, you know, all of the shifting that might happen in the bottom eight and top six, let's say, of NA, um, maybe even top eight of NA, um, I don't know if that's going to be consistent because we saw the same thing with version one last fall where they made a very, very good showing. And I think we actually saw the same, same thing with exit. Like V1, I think was the same team exit wasn't, but we've seen this before. Um, so I don't want to get excited because it is still fall. And because we don't know if this is going to stay this way, like, RV gets 16th. Oh, and then they just pop back, pop back up to second every single time. Um, and then we just resediment back into BDS RV. Like it could totally happen. I don't want it to at all. It wouldn't be fun, but it could totally happen. So I'm that that's my, my hot take that isn't hot at all. It's, it's that this could very easily just be chalked up to fall, um, you know, fall things. Oh, madness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure, it's definitely the wild west out there right now. Not to overuse a phrase, but the like, it's really anyone's game right now. I mean, the top teams are where they are for a reason, but there is a lot of potential in this circuit this season. A lot of potential. There is. Uh, I'm I'm mm-hmm. very much looking forward to how this year is going to pan out. So, mm-hmm. uh, any any uh, takes high before we move on to our last segment? Um, nothing for me. Uh, Just I think that's uh, any spicy the- leaks you might know about. <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, that's nothing. a yes but i can't say yeah <laughs> nothing i can mention at the moment um, ah, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. we'll be finding out in the next couple of weeks that's what i'm here <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure more than likely um all right well then just uh moving right on into our last segment um we had a guest by the name of tom who also runs a very um wholesome informational podcast by the name of infinite boost um, Tom's a wonderful guy, has really great insight and has definitely interviewed some of the wonderful talent spanning from analysts, casters, pro players, you know, developers, Cinderblock, you know, whey protein, Poquito, you know, uh, training pack makers, all these people. Um, and our very own resident Ty Swoogles was on the show. Ty, how was that experience for you? Oh uh, yeah, it was really fun. We, um, you know, talk. Tom's podcast is uh, it talks a lot about like you know, improvement and and how you play the game. Um, so you know, uh, it's something different from from my time on this podcast for sure. Um, but I I quite enjoyed it actually. It was a lot of fun. Do you feel that? Uh, I I always hear this that Tom has a way of really not missing. A single question he really could have asked you <laughs> like it I, I heard the episode myself it's it sounded like he he fed a lot of really good questions at you and or to you i should say and a lot of questions where it almost felt like you were like what do you what do you mean this <laughs> like <laughs> like what do you mean how how do i regain i just I, I I flip a switch, man. Like I, I, you know, I take a deep breath. I realize it's just a game, and I get back to it. Like I think for some people that that can be um, 
can be really difficult, you know, especially if you're dealing with some sort of, um, I don't want to call it a handicap, but sort of like a mental disability, more like, uh, like I myself have to deal with, um, depression and severe anxiety, which, you know, causes me to overthink things a lot and sometimes can lead to like a downward spiral of negative thinking, even my gameplay. Um, you know, how do you feel you differ and how you got to where you are rank wise? Like, like what's your sort of regiment that you feel you probably touched on Tom's podcast for those who don't listen to Tom's podcast? Like what, what helped Ty get to where he is today and getting on the Tom's show and making GC2, GC3? Like, like this is, this is all you, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think really it's, uh, it's, it's a lot for me, even, um, like the way that I, I consume the, the esports and, and just the game in general, it's, it's all about the passion for me. Like, I love this game. I love it. I love it a lot. Um, and, and for me, it's, it's all about self-improvement, whether that's my, uh, my, my gameplay, I'm always comparing against myself or, or if it's that, uh, looking at the esport, if, if I'm not understanding something, I, I want to understand the game better and I want to be able to, to analyze it um, to the highest level that I personally can. And it's, it's really, it's all about the love and the improvement for me. And uh, that just, it just, uh, it's enjoyable. So that's where my passion comes from. Would you say that it's your mainstay game? Like it's your definitely like, like if you play five games, it's definitely your number one. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And for our listeners who, Maybe uh, aren't up to speed. You are involved with several communities in the space, right? Yeah, um, I uh, I'm I'm around um, the Shift Discord a lot. I'm a mod for them. Um, I do some modding for Chicago's Twitch chat whenever he streams, which isn't very often anymore. But <laughs> um, you know, whenever that happens, I'm I'm around there. Um, I'm I'm on the subreddit a lot. You know. Uh, do a couple this podcast uh guests on tom's podcast and just i'm everywhere <laughs> i'm everywhere really <laughs> so i think wabs do you have any questions for ty do you have any anything that maybe tom might not have covered i don't know if you listened to the episode or anything you're curious about for our our own our very own ty swoogles <sighs> i don't think that i need to ask any immediate questions What's GC two like? <laughs> Hard man. <laughs> it's a big wall. Uh, <laughs> your boy's plateauing. <laughs> is that the uh, what? Do you know what MMR that is? Is um, it sixteen hundred? Yeah, it's like sixteen hundred. I think it's like fifteen ninety to promote, and then yeah, I usually yeah. sit around like sixteen twenty to fifteen eighty. It's it's, uh, huh. it's rough. I feel like <laughs> that has consistently come up as the wall for like the highest level because i remember cruncho complaining about it i remember combo complaining about it i think jared also complained about like <laughs> everybody that i know that's hit there is like 1600 is impossible but when you get there you're 1800 <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> or like when you get over that right yeah yeah so i can see I, it yeah I, can see I think it. i think it's a, a fun one similar to the um what would that be like c2 range like once you get past the C1, once you get past the C2, you're like, oh, I'm a C3. Now I just have to get hit GC, um, which is kind of That's kind of fun to see those walls. Exactly. It's fun to see those walls. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. hell. <laughs> it's like glorified diamond threes. They just bang ball to bang ball. Like, 
just take a 50 to the wall or something or pass to your teammate. Like, you use your teammates. Dang it. Come <laughs> on. Everybody wants to be first killer or Justin. Like, look at my max, dude. Come on. <laughs> I'm sure you see that plenty, Ty. I'm sure you do. Yeah. There's a lot of people <laughs> with pretty good mechs, to be fair. <laughs> it's okay if they don't have any brain because they're scoring people in the game. <laughs> I mean, here I was all geeked out like a month ago because I hit my first crossfield corner read for a goal and I was mm. like, oh my god, I'm peaking. And then like I would imagine at your rank like this just happens normally. Uh, I mean, that's a pretty tough shot. I wouldn't say that's <laughs> <normal. laughs> I mean, I don't know what it's like, man. That's like, that's, that's, that's untouched territory for me personally. That's yeah, something I, I strive I would, to. I mean, like people hit like the corner, like double touch touches a lot, but like it's not like a a perfect shot or anything a lot of the time like it'll just be like a, a double touch pass out of the corner more mm-hmm. more often than not gotcha gotcha yeah that that read was kind of cracked <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's pretty cracked i still remember it oh <laughs> but um yeah i for those of you who are uh aspiring players and and kind of like looking to see what it takes to sort of be involved and and to get up there i mean just just look at our very own ty swoogles man um mm-hmm. He's, he's definitely everywhere. There's probably a place that you can't find him. Um, I don't want to put words in your mouth, Ty, but I feel uh, you would warmly welcome any viewer uh, member that came to you with a kind of question or, uh, you know, any kind of um, seeking knowledge or, you know, looking to, you know, how do I this, you know? Oh, yeah, of course. Um, kind of like inflate your ego a little bit. Ty is definitely one of the most respected members in our community for being a very laid back personality, a very driven player, um, as well as, you know, a fantastic person to work with in content. Um, definitely, definitely reach out to this man for sure. And to Wabby who, you know, even though he says this has also touched GC too, if I remember correctly, <laughs> even if it was briefly, mm-hmm. um, just great guys all around. Um, but with that, Unless you guys have any other uh, spicy takes or insider info, I think that's all I got. I'm I'm good here. This is yeah, good. Yeah, I am good. Yeah. All right. So for all of you at home, on the road, at work, or wherever it is you're listening to this wonderful podcast, be sure to add us at ASAP Weekly on Twitter. If you have any questions, give us feedback. Let us know how we're doing. Talk to us, man. We're here. We listen to you. True. Um, and we also have a Discord server. It's pretty sweet. We True. host, you know tournaments and uh game nights and stuff and we're we're pretty involved we're you know we're not the rocket league discord but <laughs> we definitely have uh, quite a few members across varying skill levels to include um, a handful of um top tier players uh we won't really say who and who they play for but we do have um a crl player uh i guess you could call it an ex-pro uh speaking to someone i brought from from my scene back in mass who was signed to a team in the circuit at one point, uh, who has also been kind of a stepping stone orc. A uh, couple people in here who could really uh, point you in the right direction if you really needed to, to get some questions answered or, or, you're, or you're looking for something. Um, so, you know, we're, we're very welcoming, warm community, so don't be afraid to ask. Let us know. Uh, we also have a questions channel in our Discord for anything you'd like to potentially see talked about on the podcast and mm-hmm. or... Uh, things you're just curious about in general, whether it be about us, the game, you know, just feel free, man. We're we're open books. So I think I, I uh, speak for everybody there when I say that. So 
Um, let's also not forget to give a shout out to our wonderful, wonderful patrons. Webs, would you do the honors, please? Oh my goodness, you're making me do it? Yeah. But you have the list. <laughs> but you gave me the list. Now I have to go find the list. Jeez. <sighs> <sighs> All right. Big shout outs to Roll Call Tier patrons. Awesomeness, Glorious Zombie, Idrin Clorox, Paint, Raz, and Vance as well as the person sitting right across from me in the proverbial uh, bench cursor. <laughs> you said you wouldn't do it. I'm doing it. <laughs> Thank oh, all of you it. so much for, uh, you know, all of the support and the love. You guys are awesome. We love you. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love myself. Can't True. play good rocket league without loving yourself. Mm-hmm. Can't just sit there and be like, I'm terrible. I'm never going to hit the shot. <laughs> I love yourself even a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. So, but uh, from all of us here at ASAP Weekly, you know, we love you guys. We hope you have a fantastic week. Oh, T.A. Webs. Mm-hmm. Assign these wonderful folks some homework for this week. <sighs> Man, I haven't done homework in ever. Literally never <laughs> have had to think about this. You're making me do things I don't want to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, your homework for this week is uh, clean up your room. I'm sure there's Ooh. something that you've been putting off in, in the clean up thing. Like, I don't know, maybe you're less clean and you just have to pick some stuff up maybe you're a more clean person you're like you know what i haven't wiped down my table in a while you know what whatever you need to do it's like i've been putting this off for too long do that soon a clean pile of laundry has grown eyes and it's staring at you from across the room like hey mm-hmm. how's it going yep yep do whatever needs to be done <laughs> fair enough fair enough well from all of us here at asap weekly we have. We hope you have a wonderful week slash weekend, and we will see you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.